We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. It feels strange, Fern. It feels strange. Young Katie has grown up before our eyes. And now she's not on the show today. Well, you fired her, so. I did fire her. I'm having second thoughts about that. You should be. She's better than you at virtually everything. Yeah. You know what? Katie, you're rehired. Hire her back. Well, she's rehired. No, just kidding. Katie, in a great way, has a ton of phone calls right now for Affiliate U. So we gave her the podcast off. And we actually just recorded our Patreon episode. If you guys don't already, check out our Patreon. It's $6. Your daily Starbucks costs more than $6. And it's not good for you anyway. So cut out one Starbucks. Coffee's not good for you? Well... Coffee itself. This might be our first serious disagreement. No, no. I mean, look at this. You know what's in here. Coffee, a little vodka. Um, but coffee is okay for you. It's If you're spending more than $6 on coffee, you're adding a whole bunch of garbage. Remember when we were traveling? I mean, we while What about C4? <laughs> yeah. If your drink is blue, it might not be good for you. This is actually uh, clear. All right, is um, it clear. I would much prefer to drink O2, Dave. Let's make this happen. Yeah, we got we got that in the works because we're heading to the Rogue Invitational. No, recently Roz has revamped all of our cleaning products, and they all when she sends me to get them, it's like it's got to be clear or it's no good. So, is that suggesting that just because it's clear, it's either organic or good? No, but that's just like how she helps direct my eyeballs. Where it's like, no, it's gotta, got to. That's the first step. Then reading, you know, you go to Whole Foods, all those like. The brands there are pretty good. But I was going to say, we were traveling for the games. And I think it was when we were leaving Norfolk. And is it Norfolk? That is how it's spelled. If you're local to the area, some people say Norfolk, which is kind of like New Orleans. Um, right. Yeah, it's just twang, if you will. So anyway, we're leaving. And it was like five in the morning. We had a very early flight. And I saw people, the Starbucks was like literally next to our gate. People were drinking dessert. Like I said, like, like that's not coffee. Yeah. What was that? They had that unicorn thing for a while and it was, it was legitimately, I believe the number was plus 2000 calories in a drink. Yeah. And it's, it's like, an, it's basically, Hey, I'm getting a melted ice cream sundae for breakfast. Which sounds delicious. But do you think people that are doing that, like I wake up and I try to have, I probably, I try to go about an hour because I've, I've read like, if you can go an hour, your body's already releasing cortisol and, you know, adrenaline from waking up. If you can delay your coffee about an hour, you actually get more out of it. Like, cause your body's already going to be producing some things. But do you think people that are drinking like the unicorn drink, for example, actually want coffee or sugar 
or sure. just the taste. I don't even think that's that. a discussion. I think they want sugar. Oh, either that think- or they do want sugar. Then I think the next question is, are they aware of the degree with which that is unhealthy? And I would, I would largely say like most people are like, I think they know. Right? I don't think anybody's drinking them. Like, this is definitely a good health decision for me. Like, I don't, I don't, I, like a green I, juice, right? Like, they're like, I'm healthy now. Right, yeah. Uh, I, however, I don't think that most people probably understand how bad that actually is. I think, I think there's probably a massive disconnect there. Um, and, and that is, you know, by something I kind of stated on the previous podcast is, is because if I live in a state of sickness, you know, now the degree of sickness that we're talking about, we're referring to like chronic disease and, you know, upper body obesity, hypertension, you know, hypertriglyceridemia, um, glucose intolerance, or the deadly quartet. Then you, then you, then you wouldn't know, you know, so, which is where most people are, which again is why this whole pandemic is a real problem. I, I, I've been thinking about this, the, it's oh, not, here we uh, go. No, it's not. I, I, listen, everybody, every, everybody that's listening to this, this is not controversial for anybody that's listening to this podcast, by the way, the it's, it's not, it's not a sickness issue, right? It, with, with respect to the virus, the virus is a real thing, like all that stuff. Um, but I mean, you would be really hard pressed to convince me or anybody who's going to look at this objectively to convince them that the actual underlying cause is that people that were already sick got sick that's the problem yeah well when you and when you say that you're saying like people that were already sick the the challenge is a lot of these people don't realize they're sick right that's because today's society has like for has really bastard right has bastardized what what is okay and this is kind of a contentious topic a little bit which is like uh a you know like a so you can think of um, like some of the like the plus size models or overweight models, and 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 there's two there's two discussions to be had oh, here. One is definitely getting canceled after this episode. Going to get canceled, right? So like, hey, like I'm not going to fat shame anybody. Like, what? It's it's a real thing, and it's and I and I don't think anybody should fat shame anybody. I think that's I think that's a shit move. Um, I think, um, however, I, I think there's again nuance. I, I don't think it's okay to tell people that that's healthy. Because it's not, right? Am I going to shame you and tell you that you're a bad person and make fun of you? Absolutely not. And if you do that, I think you're a turd. But that's different saying this is okay. This will lend itself to you, you know, having the the help or or to otherwise to be like, this is going to, this is, this will lead to other problems, whether we want to admit it or not right under other underlying problems um so that, that's that right it's just like in, in such a a weird uh stigma almost around like around being healthy like we're kind of the weird people now if you think about it yeah no no i think obviously this is a huge topic and Fern and i are starting a right-wing talk show uh <laughs> chase conservative <laughs> now everybody <laughs> when i was in virginia Fern basically Made me a conservative. I'm Republican now. I converted him. I locked him in. I was like, no, but I mean, I think <laughs> so. Both, you're right wing. I think both you and I are 
in the middle on a lot of topics. Like as much as people, I don't like even to- consider myself to be to the right at this point. I, I, I firmly would state myself as politically homeless. There's a lot of things on the left that I agree with. And there's a lot of things on the right that I agree with. And I think if we were to sit down in a room with most people, I've said this many times, I think we would probably come to an agreement about like, that seems reasonable. There are, there are friends in both camps that I vehemently disagree with. Yeah, no, you are far more open-minded about this stuff than people realize because you're only ever talking to me about this and I'm not educated enough to counter you. So it's just a lot of your talk. But I do want to say this. Yesterday, I was talking about my cousin and I was like, he's a turd. And Roz goes, she goes, I hate when you use that word and you've only started (laughs) using it since you've been hanging out with Fern. And I was like, I was like, you're probably right about that. I'll stop saying turd. Um, Why? What does she not like about turd? I don't know. I just I drop it a lot now. I use it. In, it's in, the- in our in our in our home. It is both a term of endearment as well as like chastising somebody. Yeah. No. I, I use it mostly as chastising. Like turd can mean you're lazy. It can mean you didn't try hard. It can mean you're dumb. It's a catch-all. It, mean, it's a catch-all. it could mean it could mean you're my child. <laughs> yeah. It can be. She, uh, that's what Denise Thomas, anytime she asks me about the kids, that's how she asks. She's like, how's the turd? I'm like, he's good. <laughs> so it's, it's true. And, and, you know, something you mentioned, I've been, whenever I find something that I love, I talk a lot about it. And one of the things that I've done recently is had an IV drip, uh, a Myers cocktail, it's called. I'm doing, I'm doing that, by the way. <laughs> you need to do it. I, like I said, my, my buddy, from jiu-jitsu I'm suing nearly. you for I'm giving medical recommendations and advice at this point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this worked for me. Talk to your doctor <laughs> first. But he, he's an MD, went to Cornell, super smart guy, and he runs like a rejuvenation clinic. He does these right. IVs. And I had it done. And um, actually, I still got the bruise right there. See that? Oh, weak, bro. Uh, got a bruise from an IV? I couldn't, I couldn't believe weak. it. So, uh, weak. <laughs> Soft. I, told him that I texted him the next day. I was like, man, I wanted to run through like a brick wall. And he was like, not everyone gets that. He was like, the healthier you are, actually, the more you feel it. And he was like, sometimes I've people known. that are, yeah. You know, he's just like, because you're more fine tuned. And those are like, it's helping you whether you feel it or not. But it was like what you're saying, where if you're, if you're healthy, these types of things in a positive way can impact you or in a negative way, don't impact you because your body's dialed in. Do you, how has it affected your sleep? Because like you're saying I have a ton of energy. So then my concern is like, are you not sleeping now? No, I'm, the first night I had it, I was like truly concerned. This is last Thursday. I was <laughs> like, like, I'm wide awake. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to be able to fall asleep. But I actually took, remember at the games, we got some samples of CBD. I took the one, the nighttime one. Which uh, then, no, no, you got some samples of CDBD and left zero for everybody else. <laughs> well, it was good stuff. It knocked me out, but I've been sleeping better too. So I think it works. The CBD ways. or the, okay, got it. Yeah. The CBD was great. This it's, um, Have you been using that every night since then? No, no. I only used uh, it okay. that night. Got it. No, I told Roz, I was like, so, you know, since having the baby, we've not spent every night in the same bedroom, but since coming back from the games, we have. And in the past, I would have told you, I don't sleep well with Roz in the bed. Okay. I think that goes for everybody. Like you should sleep better alone. You can love your significant other, but they, if they wake up, they may wake you up. You know, I have gotten the uh, eight sleep 
uh, not sponsored. Right. I highly right. recommend it. If you guys are interested, I do have a code for you, but I've recommended mm-hmm. it to a number of, of people and it's phenomenal. So I think it's partly that. And I think, you know, it's partly just having more energy. I've also going back to the coffee thing. I was over consuming for the last few months. Like you and I have been really burning it down, like with affiliate you with best hour and probably not sleeping enough and waking up early. And I've committed to myself to like, you get two cups of coffee a day. Yes, they're huge venties or whatever this mug is, but that's it. <laughs> it's a gallon of coffee. No, but I think part of that is like, I'm limiting myself to two and I cut myself off ideally by noon, which used to be later in the day. I've been strongly considering giving it up as well as doing some sort of elimination diet. So by and large, I'm like, you know, I would consider myself a healthy individual, you know, lean body mass. I think I'm still recovering around like, I think my last body was like 10% or something like that. Any given day of the week. That's pretty fit. Um, not as fit as I would like to be, right? Like, but, but but my point is like for a 40 year old, like given context, yes, I'm 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 pretty in all my health markers are where they should be. However, I do have some other stuff like some skin irritations and stuff like that, which is I'm like, I should probably like try to figure that out. Um, because I'm sure it does have other effects with regard to my sleep and some of this other stuff. So yeah, I've been trying to I've been trying to figure that stuff out. And I'm trying to, you know, get some, you know, some some pretty big um things coming up where I, I need to be dialed in like just personally where I like I need to have my my shit in order uh not that I don't think I don't but I'm not gonna have as much room for error um over the next couple months but the so I've been thinking about like I should really spend a little bit more time on myself right here like hey, this you can't be operating at like 80 percent like 90 or, or higher is going to be mandatory moving forward you know yeah I mean well, one, I highly recommend the IV. Um, you know, I was, was it like a B12 so vitamin D? This is a pretty standard one called the Myers, M Y E R. Probably yeah. someone's name. Like any IV place typically has this one. Right. Uh, and I just did whatever he recommended and I, I, I loved it. I, Do you remember you know, what was in it? That was my question. No. I can, you know, if young Kate probably. He was just like, put there's crack cocaine in there. He'd be like, I feel amazing. There's some vitamin B. There's a couple other things. But yeah, I'm sure. That out. Um, well worth it. But basically, you know, and kind of in line with what we're going to talk about today, what you're really essentially describing is the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum, right? Like correct, correct. fitness is a hedge against sickness. And yeah, you've got some big life changes coming up, coming up. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future when you're ready, but the further you push that with those markers towards fitness, when life hits you hard, which is exactly what we're saying about COVID, right? Like, right. I mean, look at the games, like, and, and, and I want to be clear, we both believe in COVID. Like we're not suggesting it doesn't exist. Like right. it's a real thing, right. but yeah, the fitter people, I mean, you see the Bethany Shadburns, the Carrie Pierce's, even the Danielle Brandon's who never tested positive, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think there's a chance I had it after I was pretty sick after the games. Um, and I've, you know, dealt with it. And I think part of that is because if you're, if you're healthy, you, you, you're fine. I mean, right. We're, we're I, I, I think it, I think it's thing. okay to, I, I think I, I, I actually would push pretty hard in that direction. Like I don't, I think it's, I think it's quite frankly, I think it's patently ridiculous to not be able to say that, that if you're healthy, something like an upper respiratory virus should not 
do you in? And when I say healthy, I don't mean not sick, right? This is a very important distinction. A lot of people who are using the term healthy are not, and this is a great segue into today's topic, right? So like exactly. when we say healthy, what we're referring to is a full blend of biometric and fitness measures that we would all objectively agree are good. And anybody who's taking one knows what I'm talking about, meaning like upper body, meaning like obesity, heart rate, you know, like anything that you can measure, A1C, fasting, and so like all, they don't fall in like, okay, they fall in like, those are good. Same thing with your 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 fitness metrics. Like you can deadlift your body weight. That's like so-so, like you're not sick. Double your body weight, you're strong. Yeah, we can triple, but that's extreme, right? Hey, you can run a seven minute mile. Hey, you're pretty fit, right? Six, fitter, five, that's freakish, you know? So that's what we're talking about when we say healthy. And if you're not, then just understand that you don't fall on the right side of the spectrum. You fall center right or center, but if you don't have any of those things, then now you're center left or left, which is problematic whether you realize it or not, it's just whether life has presented you with something that would make it worse, you know, which is a good segue in today, which is like definitions and terms matter, right? So when we say healthy, that is what we're referring to. It's a good segue because somebody brought us, sent us something with regard to, to strength, you know, um, and we'll talk about the definition of strength, but I, I, I'll probably let you lead because you're the one that sent it to me. But this is, a, this is a good topic. And the topic is like, can you get strong doing CrossFit? The short answer is yes, but like, let's have a little bit more conversation about it. Yeah, and I think, you know, full disclosure, uh, someone I know, I wouldn't say relatively well, but that I used to work with, Mark Ripito, there's, there's an article where he basically said, you cannot get strong doing CrossFit. And I don't know, did you find out how recent of an article that was? It was this month. Now, to be fair, was that the exact quote? I didn't get through all of it. It was like, it was a, it was a bait and click um, deal. Multiple um, people sent it to us. Um, you know, and I, I really like Mark Ripito. I, I respect him. He's someone I think is is very smart. He's also someone that's, always been outspoken about CrossFit. I mean, he left the CrossFit space. He's a fan of Hyperbole, we could say. <laughs> what does he say? Um, you know, and, and and he's so good at what he does. He's a really strong mother effort. Like people know him as a coach these days, but the dude, I think did 315 for 20 back. And I mean, he's an old rough Texan and that's how he acts, how he speaks. And that's who he is and unapologetically. And I think that's why, I like him so much. So I'm not arguing, you know, that he's a bad person, a bad coach or dumb. He's right in the sense that if you want to get strong, maybe the CrossFit's not the direction for you because there are other better ways to get stronger faster and especially top end strength. But to say you can't get strong doing CrossFit is absurd. Agreed, right? And he does have some pretty aggressive statements here so just to be fair and this is not to poke an eye here but i do want to make sure that we're being accurate so one of the statements in here is crossfit is exercising i won't read you the statement about what he says exercising is actually he says exercising is just fucking around in front of a dumbbell okay so which is funny okay i'm not butthurt about that at all the, the follow-on statement is um crossfit is exercising or otherwise stated crossfit is fucking around in front of a dumbbell it may be hard and make you sore but it's just exercising it doesn't have the capacity to program a strength increase okay so this is 
this is where Jay remembers to silence all of his calls on his phone. Um, so this is so this is where it's a, right. So I, I just read a couple blurbs off of it, right? And a number one, if you haven't read Starting Strength, I think you should. I got no beef with Mark Ripito. I do have beef with that statement because I think it's just I think it's silly. And again, I think he is just a a, a bit of a um um he's a contrarian right? Like that's probably a safe way. Well, at least with regard to CrossFit and that's fine. Like I, whatever, I don't care. Um, but that statement is incorrect. It just is right. And if we use, and if we use the definition of strength, right, which is where I think this is important to have this conversation, you know, the, the, the standard definition of strength is, you know, contractile potential is like, what is your potential to, to do that? Right. That I forget what the name of the, the device is, but you can squeeze it and it tells you what your contractile potential is. Yeah, but, you can hook something up to you and it kind of right. Chuck Carswell does a great job. He's like, it tells you like what you could potentially do. Right now, which is great. However, I don't care what I could potentially do. Right. Which is kind of our contention in CrossFit and CrossFit's definition of strength is the productive application of force, which is what can you do? Right. So for instance, I'll give a very simple example. Somebody who, let's say you have two individuals who both can do 10 strict pull-ups, right? Same, same anthropometric, same body weight, everything mathematically is the same. Person one does not have a muscle up. Person two does have a muscle up. Person two, by definition, is stronger because they have the productive application of force. It's more simply stated, what is your ability to do said task? right? Any task, it doesn't matter what it is. Like muscle up's just a simple example for somebody who has the same upper body pulling capacity based on the muscle up, or excuse me, based on the pull up versus muscle up. So, you know, that, that I think to speak objectively, which is like, I, I disagree very much. So based on, I have tons of people that could not do a ton of things prior to starting at CrossFit and have been here way longer than six weeks. I've got a whole heard of moms and you know older people that you know back squat in the 200s which I agree it was nothing it's nothing to like blog about but you're talking about people who got like multiple kids just train casually who are pretty strong all things being considered is that it you, you kind of just stopped there yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I don't I, I don't really know. Like, it's it's a silly statement is my point. It's just like, hey, well, you, like, and if you're talking about like collegiate strength and conditioning is kind of his realm, you know, like powerlifting, like, no, no, it's not sufficient for this. that is for sport. Well, and, and, and here's the, the analogy I've always used. It's like your significant other says, hey, honey, I need you to unload the dishwasher. And then she comes back home or she peeks around the corner and she's like, hey, did you unload the dishwasher? Like, no, but I could have. <laughs> have the potential to do it. Have the potential to do it. And it's like, cool, do you want the potential or did you just want me to actually get the task at hand done? And I think right. that's what's important. And, and, you know, in addition to that- it's also, think- it's also, it's an arbitrary, it's a, it's a objective argument. It's just like, what? is strong well it's exactly i mean what is strong and the the fact of the matter is i mean even if you go watch the crossfit games from this year and you're like see what those guys and gals snatched i mean 
they're not at Olympian records, but they're way above the norm. And, and you, you have right. to keep in mind, they're not at Olympian levels here, but they also can compete in many other events. And hang like- They're also all- snatching serious weights and spending less time than Snatch. specialists on, the, on some of these weights. I am not at all suggesting that like they're better weightlifters. They're not. But they're spending probably a fifth of the amount of time in that modality. Yeah, and I and I and I just think it's you know again trying to put some terms and quantifying it. It's is CrossFit the best? If you're like, hey, I want to be really good at the squat bench dead only. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about biomarkers. I don't care about if I can do a pull up at the end of the day. CrossFit's not your jam. Like, don't do CrossFit. Like, let's let's squat bench and dead. Right. But I got no beef with that. Let's be honest also, most, and I don't want to get, you know, hated on about this, but most people that compete in that are not the healthiest. If if that's their only focus. Right. And when we say the healthiest, what we're talking about is all the things that I referenced earlier. Like if you were to pull a, a full litany of markers on there, they would be severely deficient in many of them, both biometric and overall fitness metrics. Wrong. And Again, I, I think it's important for us to be clear. If somebody's pursuing that because that's what they want to do, I'm in full support of that. We are not poo-pooing it. Like, it's a thing. All we're simply stating is if that's what you're doing, you're doing it at, fully at the expense of other things, which if that's your goal, listen, I don't care. We're not out here bad-mouthing powerlifters. Powerlift away. My sister was a, was, a, was a nationally ranked powerlifter in high school. She was also an all-state soccer player at the same time, you know? So I think it's one of those things where like, I think that's a statement that we'll get a lot of headlines, right? I think it's a silly statement. I think it is super subjective and also factually incorrect, right? You're not, you're not going to walk. There's not, we could all agree this. Like you walk into a CrossFit gym and I don't think collectively we would look at this group of individuals and be like, they're weak. Yeah. And you know, He's doing the same thing we do, the same thing I do, like putting something out there, getting people to talk about it, which is exactly what we're doing. The challenge is people are listening, right? And like, oh, CrossFit's dumb. I, would, I do want to be strong. I don't just want to be, you know, good at everything. But like we, like we talk about at level one during the fitness lecture, which is, you know, and the technique lecture, which we're kind of blurring together here, it's you know, let's not take away from those guys. Those guys are really strong or the marathon runner that has a sub two hour marathon. Like you're freaking awesome, dude. You are great at running. You probably can't back squat 135, right. but that doesn't take away from what you're really great at. And I think this is just a misunderstanding. It's just like the specialist is saying that the generalist is not as good at their, that his specialty as he is. Yeah, no shit, right? Like, no shit, right? Just like, again, 10 general physical skills. What he referenced was one of them. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, I don't even know what else there is to say about it. I mean, I've, I've, the strongest I've ever been in my life is doing CrossFit. Like, I've never did a straight on strength program prior, but the strongest I've ever been based on, like you said, the productive application of force, force, be it 
my squatting, my deadlifting, my ability to do gymnastics has only been through CrossFit. And, you know, I think it also goes back to something you and I talk about all the time, you know, whether it's best hour of their day, kind of that quote or cool. Yeah, you're right, Rip. Squatting, benching and deadlifting alone. And I'm sure he would say there's auxiliary movements, you know, all that kind of For stuff sure. is, is, um, is the best way to get stronger. Great. I've seen plenty of members decide, I want to go the Olympic lifting route. I want to go the strongman route. I want to go the powerlifting route. And a month later, two months later, like, hold up. This shit ain't fun anymore. <laughs> right? Like, at I mean, there point- is a degree, there is a degree with which both Olympic lifting and powerlifting is a lot of misery. <laughs> it's just very repetitive. Like, if you're like, man, I snatched yesterday, I got to snatch again today. Yeah, that's how you get better at something. You know, right. a lot of PVC and technique work. You're you're oftentimes doing it either by yourself in the corner. I mean, you have a great weightlifting program at Rife there. So I saw it firsthand. Like it's fun. You can have a great community in a lifting space, but it's not quite the same as CrossFit. And let's be honest, like other than a handful of like PRs and whatnot, you don't get that dopamine and endorphin rush like you do doing fitness. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I, I would play, I would do a little devil's advocate here. Like it, the environment is what you make it. True. Right? If you come into CrossFit Rife on Saturdays and you walk over the weightlifting side, like the energy there is high. I mean, like really big high, big time. big time high. And that is because of the environment that it w- is intentionally created. So it's not like weightlifting is just woe is me. It happens to be a lot of kind of like woe is me because most weightlifters trained by themselves, max, maybe one or two other people. But if I was to get 20 of 30 of your best powerlifting friends, uh, newsflash, the energy goes up and you will get more dopamine spikes, right? So it's just, so, you know, therein lies the value of training partners, right? And, tra- and, and, and creating a good culture and a positive environment, which you can do in powerlifting, you know, you can do in Olympic weightlifting, you can do in CrossFit, you can do it in tiddlywinks. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is you can get stronger doing CrossFit if you're doing it right. I would argue if you were doing it in air quotes wrong, you could still get CrossFit it was strong in CrossFit doing it for a long time. Um, it's just it's just a silly statement. I get what he's saying, which is like, hey, just doing strength training will get you stronger than doing CrossFit. Yeah, I don't know that anybody is disagrees with you there, Rip. Like, of course, right? Duh. Just like just doing an endurance program will get you better than doing CrossFit. But you're you're right about that because. I've said it, you've said it, like heavy days should be the most fun day at your box. They're super fun, man. Like we're doing a snatch complex today. The, the classes have been packed. How many gyms, you know, you go into where like you do a snatch complex day and it's like crickets. Dude, we had a lady. So Christina, who is one of, she's like 60, she's late sixties, right? She came in last week and Cassie and I were sitting up at the front. She was like, she's like, Hey Fern, I have a question. I was like, what's up, Christina? She's like, I want to do weightlifting. And I was like, tell me more like she's like uh, well she's like deb's doing weightlifting and she really enjoys it i'm like i would i'm stoked that you want to do weightlifting she's like i just want to be stronger and i'm like great right however here's what i would tell you the the base level of her fitness for her to come to have that conversation with me to say i want to be stronger was laid with crossfit and she's pretty strong for a late 60s female who's done not a ton other than like walk and run for her whole life but like she's got a pretty decent deadlift she deadlifts well over 100 pounds 
you know, and she wants to do a little bit more. And I'm like, cool, let's do that. Right now, this is in the context of like a late, this is in, this is from a health standpoint, this is going to be beneficial from her for her, right? Like higher bone density, like more muscle mass. We know both of those lend itself to, uh, longevity based on studies, life, you know, life expectancy. So why wouldn't we do that for our elderly folks? Absolutely. I mean, there, there's so much to be gained for them, but that's really, it's all, it's all about how you coach it, right? If you have a, right. your environment is already fun, but yeah, snatch complex day is typically a day where it's like, people want to snatch. They don't want to go light. They don't want to do a complex. So keeping it fun is ideal, but I don't know that there's much more to add to this conversation about it. Yes. I, I just it, wanted to, I just wanted to have that conversation through the lens of CrossFit and how we view it based on definitions, right? The definition of health, which is work capacity across broad time and modal domains throughout the years of your life and strength, which is the productive application of force, right? Without defining our terms is really hard. We're basically just, you know, basically just throwing poo at each other, which isn't super productive. Um, so when you have it that way, it's fun yeah it is throwing poo is fun you know i have a two-year-old so no and you know and again i think like you like you said multiple times like context matters you know i we don't want people we also want to arm the listeners with a defense to this because someone will inevitably come into your box and be like oh i heard you know either crossfit is this or that or i can't get strong doing it and that's where you just point out the girl in the corner squatting you know 225 and you're like oh yeah yeah, can't get strong doing this yeah. thing does she, does she look weak <laughs> yeah she's stronger than you dude um but i think it's you know and you got to stay relevant you got to put out nonsense once in a while like i said huge fan of rip um i think he's a smart dude i don't think he's wrong in his statement it's just wrong in uh without putting the context behind it yeah and you don't have to poo-poo on somebody else's thing for you to be good at your thing so you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at Best Hour of Their Day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time. You've heard me talk about it before, and I'm truly not joking. I'm being 100% genuine. I love Doc Spartan products. I use it every day. I talk about the Sex Panther beard bomb. That's literally what is in my beard right now. And I use all of the scrubs, my favorite being the coffee scrub, just in the shower, gives you the tingles, gives you the feels. I love it. And there's so many other great products. I use their deodorant. I've used their hand care when I've had tears. Just check them out. It's veteran owned, you know, guy that was in the military serving our country, Dale. I got to know him over the years and he's just a great dude. And I started buying his products and he reached out to me and said, Hey, we want to support the show and we appreciate it. And I just want you guys to not only support Doc Spartan and Dale, but also reap the benefits. If you want to be sexy like me, then you want to check out Doc Spartan products 15% off with the code best hour. That's best hour for 15% off anything at their website, docspartan.com. Check out the coffee scrub and definitely check out the 
beard balm and ladies there's stuff for you too so head on over to docsbarn.com use the code best hour and save 15 percent. you started your business to help others somewhere along the way you lost the capability of doing it on your own imagine how much different your business would be with an extra ten thousand dollars would you pay your rent would you buy new equipment would you pay your coaches more would you pay yourself what if you could do that and donate to others? We started our business to help you. Finally, a, a payment solution for the micro gym space. We are proud to introduce you to WheelPay, a platform that allows you to both save money and be generous. With giving partners like the Phoenix, the Navy SEAL Foundation, the Green Beret Project, and other charitable organizations, you can trust that your donations will make a massive difference in the lives of others. Saving has never been easier. Giving has never been easier. Pay better. Do better. We'll pay.